0: In the first part of the 1900s, there was a very popular Jesuit who wrote 90 books, 200 pamphlets, and countless articles, totaling over one million words that he had published in his life. His name was Father Daniel Lord, and I'm willing to bet that maybe some of our older congregants might recall that name, or maybe even having read one of his pamphlets when they were a child. Father Lord, when he would write these pamphlets, would often give them a provocative title so that the person who would pick it up would begin to read it and discover quite soon that what they thought this author was going to be writing about, he's writing about the complete opposite. This was the case for one of his works from the 1930s. The title was, I Don't Like Lent. And I think that's a provocative title because maybe someone would see that and they would say, well, how is it that this Catholic priest doesn't like Lent? That might force them to pick it up, to read it. And once they open the 32-page pamphlet, what they would discover is a story with several characters and a priest really serving as the teacher and the go-between in a conversation that's happening between those in the story. And it all begins when one person at the dinner party says, I don't like Lent. And Father the Lord then, in the person of the priest who's telling the story and interacting, really explains Not why we shouldn't like Lent, but in fact, why we should love and embrace the season of Lent. One of the things, one of the points that he makes is that we should love the season of Lent because it helps us to conquer our slavery to sin. That it gives us this opportunity and this time to say, I am no longer a slave to my passions, but rather that I am a slave Of the Lord. And I really think that perhaps this gets at the heart of our first reading today from the book of Genesis. The first reading that we hear is the aftermath of the great flood, in which God makes the promise with Noah that he would never destroy the world again by a flood. But if we go before our first reading today, what comes before? Why did God send this flood? Well, he sent the flood because the people were enslaved to sin. They were living lives indifferent to God. And so the flood brings about a rebirth, a renewal, a regeneration, a recreation of the world and of God's created order. There is this idea of recreation. And I think that's what happens during the season of Lent that we're able to recreate ourselves, that it is God who does this recreation in each one of us. And that might take the form of a spiritual recreation, yes. But there's also a bodily recreation that can happen during the season of Lent. And it happens especially through our spiritual discipline, through our fasting, through our sacrifices of this Lenten season. For example, if a person gave up soda during the season of Lent, there is a bodily recreation, renewal that is happening as you renounce that soda, because giving it up means that probably the sugar levels in our body are beginning to reset and normalize. Or if a person gave up alcohol for Lent, well, first of all, their liver probably thanks them but there is a recreation then of the body that's happening, lessening of the dependence upon alcohol in one's life, and yes, the liver recreating itself from the damage that may have been caused by the effects of alcohol in the renunciation of social media and that fasting. When a person says, I'm giving up Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or Instagram, what they're almost saying is that I realize that I've become enslaved to this. And I'm going to let the season of land to allow me to conquer that slavery. That I'm going to take a step back and recreate myself to allow God to do that because they've realized that it's impacted how they spend their time, or it's affected their emotions. So they make that renunciation. And when they go back to social media after the Lenten season, hopefully there is that recreation that has taken place, that they realize now that they have this healthy attachment, rather an unhealthy attachment This bodily recreation, yes, happens, but it also happens in a spiritual sense, too. That when we do this spiritual reading, whatever works we might read during the Lenten season, whether from saints or some of the Lenten devotionals, that it's probably going to pose to us an opportunity for recreation, for introspection, where we realize the growth that is needed in our life. Or as we make the stations of the cross, as we pray them, we realize along the way that maybe there is something, some sin, or something in our life that we leave behind. And we leave it at the foot of the cross and we allow the Lord's blood shed on the cross to redeem whatever it is that we leave behind there. There's a recreation that happens in that renunciation of sin. And in the sacrament of reconciliation that many people will celebrate during the Lenten season, there is a recreation, a renewal, a rebirth that happens. That where there was death because of sin, now there is new life. There is a turning away, there is a repentance, a heeding of that gospel call today to repent and believe in the gospel for the kingdom of God is at hand. During this Lenten season, when we spend time in prayer, maybe praying for others, yes, and as we pray for others, there's a recreation that happens as our heart is expanded in love for all of humanity. But when we spend time in prayer and a dialogue between God and us, there's a change that happens as God works on our hearts and recreates our hearts. During this Lenten season, we do need this recreation. We need it because we realize in our lives that maybe we've become a slave to our bodily passions, that we've become a slave to sin. And so the Lenten season, this 40 days, this time of prayer, of penance and almsgiving, is a time for God to recreate us anew. You see, this is why we should love the season of Lent. Because when we allow God to transform us and to change us and to make us a new creation, it is then that we will inherit that new heaven and that new earth that our God has promised to each one of us.